Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey y'all, so we're in a time where black businesses are popping up daily and that's a great thing. I'm all for it and I'm all for supporting black businesses and circulating the black dollar. On today's podcast episode, I share with you a product company that makes healthy and safe products for the hair and body. So I wanted today's guest to share her story on how she came to develop her own products This episode will be great for your natural friends, lock friends, and curl friends that are searching for safe and healthy products to support. Today's guest is Leija Johnson, creator of LJ Essentials. Here's her bio, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2008, Leija suffered from several infections and skin conditions. Medications, creams, and ointments prescribed were not effective in treating her skin and or made her reactions worse. Finding products that were safe and trustworthy to use became quite difficult and made her increasingly frustrated. So she decided to change her narrative and create things for herself. LJ Essentials was founded in 2017 and has continued to grow and blossom. Her mission is to provide products that are safe, healthy, and healing, understanding the frustration that comes with finding quality products to use. It brings her joy to expand her business so that others may experience them as well. So please enjoy these items that she have handmade for you as her purpose is bigger than the product. Welcome to the podcast, Leasia Johnson. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm so Girl, excited to be here. I'm excited too, because I remember you from a <laughs> long time ago. Um, Late Asia is the founder and creator of LJ Essentials, which she's going to get into what that's all about. But I want to say something really quickly. I remember you from, there was an event being held and you were a vendor. And I think you were younger, maybe <laughs> younger. It's probably when you first was starting off. And you was with your mom. Was it your mom that helped you start? so I saw you standing over I'm like oh my goodness look at this young girl I go over there I'm like what are you selling you had um shea butter products all these different type of products and I remember seeing the name LJ Essentials fast forward I don't know how many years girl LJ is doing his thing do you hear me (laughs) thank you we accept and receive that okay yes absolutely so what I want you to do is just tell a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and exactly what you do. All right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is La Asia Johnson. As she stated, I am the owner and creator of LJ Essentials. LJ Essentials is an all-natural skin, hair, and beard care company. I started the business to kind of 
create products that I saw a lack of in my community. So I have eczema and Crohn's disease. Those two combined make my skin extremely sensitive. And so I was always the girl in the ethnic hair care aisle at Walmart, reading out the ingredients, looking like, why are there the same five brands in every store? Not seeing any selection, no variety, no anything. And a whole bunch of chemicals. So I'm like, well, this is, it's common sense. This is why I'm breaking out. I'm, you know, Bath and Body Works down. You couldn't tell me anything. I was buying the bundles. I was there for the annual sale and breaking out. So I'm like, okay, this can't be it. So I started doing more research to figure out what the ingredients were in my favorite products and challenging the notion that you had to use chemical ingredients to create products that smell good and that worked. That's not the case. So I started, you know, experimenting, creating products for myself. And long story short, little stuff I was creating for myself started turning into a full-time entrepreneurship journey. Mm -hmm. It transformed from me creating stuff in my kitchen to me having a production space to a retail space at Great Lakes, and then hopefully another retail space soon in Flint. That is so amazing. Thank oh, that you. is so good. I remember you talking about the your uh, eczema because my son had it and, and I was sharing with you that he had it and you were telling me about the products that I could start using on him and things like that I remember that now how old were you when you got started because you're still young <laughs> <laughs> and you've been at this for a while you know starting a product and being so knowledgeable about what's in the ingredients I think that is great awareness how young were you when you started this and what that moment where you say I'm gonna do this myself I'm gonna make my own products well, in all honesty, I always, and I know this is something I'm working on, I always think I'm right. And so I'm like, well, if they don't have the stuff that I want, I created myself and my stuff is going to be better. And that's just that. Like you, once I put my mind in something, you can't tell me I'm wrong. You can't stop me. And so as soon as I set out and said, okay, I'll make my own lotion. I ain't about to be breaking out. I want to smell good too. I'm a lady. I want to smell nice and I want to look good and I want to feel good while doing it. So I'm going to create a product that provides that experience for me. That's what's up. To be honest, I don't even, the business will be three September 1st. So I was maybe 23 when I started the business. I think, I think 23 because I'm 25 now. So maybe doing the math. I think that's 23. (laughs) And what I want to know also is how has your journey been? Because I know, you know, especially now people are looking to do things on their own. People more um, have more of an entrepreneurial spirit and just getting out there. Have you had struggles and how have you overcame them obstacles? Or has there been any moment where you like, you know what, I'm ready to throw the in. I'm just really over it right now. And if so, how did you get past that? So there definitely have been times along the journey where I felt like, you know, I'm gonna just throw all this out, you know, forget it. I'll start over, start a new business venture. But at the end of the day, I knew this is where my heart was. I've always wanted the business to be more than just about skincare. I wanted to be a wellness brand. I wanted to provide education for my community. I wanted to be community centered and community focused. Starting out, it was really rough because I was still full time. Um, Prior to becoming a full-time entrepreneur working with LJ Essentials, I was a social worker in Flint. And so I had a full caseload, a specialized caseload at that. I was busy, okay? So juggling the workload from my full-time job and a growing business, 
it definitely challenged me to start managing my time a little better, to start prioritizing and to see where I really wanted my life to go. I've always been a goal oriented person. So even when I started college, I'm like, all right, my major is social work. That's going to be my major going all the way through. I'm four in, four out. And that was it. I had a full plan. I went in, got my social work degree, four years in that school, four years out. I was ready to conquer the world. Okay. You couldn't tell me anything. And so to be in a position where it's like, okay, entrepreneurship was not planned out. It's been really scary because my background is not in entrepreneurship. It's not in business. I don't have a degree in accounting, anything of the sort. So learning everything from scratch and building it from scratch has been the scariest part. I'm looking for a roadmap that doesn't exist because I have to build it out for myself. I'm, so, I'm saying like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, I cannot find what I'm looking for. That's because sis, sometimes you have to create it on your own. So just learning and growing and putting things into perspective and changing how I do things, the more I learn has been the most beneficial throughout the journey. Um, like I said, I would say it's been difficult, but 100% absolutely wouldn't regret a thing. I've spent thousands of dollars sometimes on stuff that I won't even use. And some might see it as waste of money. I saw it as an investment. It's an investment within myself, within my education, within my business. And while it might not have been profitable for the thing that I needed it for at the time, you never know how it might help me in the future. I think just being open to a learning experience and a learning journey and being okay with not having it all figured out is what keeps me going. Yes, that's it, girl. Progress beats perfection. So you got to keep moving. That's really good. I know there are tons of entrepreneurs right now, some that are getting started, especially when it comes to, let's say, products. And you will get discouraged. You will get discouraged. And, you know, you may hit these walls and these points in times where you're like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm over it right now. But to keep pushing forward, it shows me how much you believe in your product. Mm-hmm. And that that is amazing. What was the first product you created? The very, very, very first product was body butter, hands down. Um, my Crohn's disease had um, caused a lot of inflammation on my skin, a lot of open wounds. So it left me with a lot of like scaly skin. And so I wanted something that works for that. And like I said, I needed it to smell good. I like to smell nice. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me get on this YouTube. How can I make this body butter? I don't want to got me some shea, got me some coconut oil. And I got me some carrier oils. I put all that in the bowl, like the Powerpuff Girls, okay? I was like the professional. <laughs> little dash of this, a little something to here, a little sprinkle of that. Next thing you know, I had body butter. And I never knew that this would be a profitable venture. Like, like yeah. I said, I was creating things for myself. And so I started sharing it with my coworkers. My boyfriend was sharing it with his people. My mama is taking stuff to her job. And I'm like... <clears throat> I was getting orders and requests for stuff. I didn't even have labels on them containers, okay? I just had a jar on my desk for me. I gave some to my man because he has sensitive skin. You know, I'm sharing with my family because I want them to be taken care of. And little do I know, they passing it out like, yeah, look what my daughter made. You know how parents be. They be so proud. So proud. And that's good that you have that support. And I appreciate it. I didn't didn't see it coming. I, I would definitely say that a lot of people I know that I speak with, they're like, well, what do you do when your friends and family don't support you? And I'm like, well, I didn't expect it. 
you know, any support that they provide is just a bonus. They're not, they're not my target audience. They're not my customers. I'm not trying to sell to them. Their support, like I said, is something extra. And I appreciate that 100%, but you got to know who you're selling to. And I was sharing with them for the love. You feel me? I wasn't, I wasn't trying to make money off of them. So for them to come in, be so supportive, like you said, you met me with my mom at her vendor event. I love it. It's just a nice little added bonus. Hey, say that. That's good. All support is good support. And mm-hmm. but especially when your family comes through for you, that feels real good. That feels real good. So let's get into your products, girl. You have a lot of products now. I know. Let me just say right now, my favorite is the glow butter. Yes. Listen, that man, that glow butter is <laughs> heaven. Okay. <laughs> it is amazing. I know you have the glow butter and the mango papaya. That's my favorite as well smells amazing but can you just go through some of the lines that you have and if you if you know if they're specifically for any type of skin type so the products are geared geared toward those with sensitive skin like I said I wanted to be able to address my own issues and help others um we have body butters whip body scrubs lotions body washes we have hair care hair butters curl definers hair oils beard care beer washes, beer oils, beer butters, a little bit of everything, okay? We want to work on more of home goods, uh, so doing like candles and room sprays, things of that nature in the future, but slow and steady wins the race. That's good. I remember back then, I'm not sure that's the first time I met you or not, but I got the, it was a coffee scrub you had. Girl, what? That coffee (laughs) scrub was amazing. felt so good and it smells so amazing. Now, I think it was last year, a girlfriend was like, hey, let's go to the mall. There's this girl there selling her products in this store. And I'm like, a girl selling products? Okay, let's go. So we go, and I'm like, oh, it's LJ Essentials. I'm like, and then, girl, your product looked so amazing. You had updated your branding. You had more products and just a variety of things to offer. And I'm just like, look at her. Look at all this growth and consistency. And a lot of times people don't stay consistent in what they're doing and they don't believe in it. So it kind of fades off. But I just want to say I'm so proud of the product line that you've created and all this success that you're having. And you just keep pushing forward. And tell us about how you first got into the store. You were in Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how did that come about? What made you go out and open up a store in Great Lakes? So initially, I wanted to open a location here in Flint. So I wanted to be in a Flint Farmer's Market. Um, when I spoke with the staff at the, mar- at the market, they said that my products weren't allowed because of like a health code violation. You couldn't have body care and food in the same vicinity. And so, you know, I kept going back because I'm like, no, it's not the final answer. You know, that, that just can't be. And every time I went back, they had the same answer. So I'm like, okay, you know. Maybe I need to move away from this space. And I reached out to the Valley. The Valley said that they had already had, I think like three or four businesses doing the same thing. Cause she thought I was selling like um, essential oils and I'm explaining to her like what the product is. She's like, we already have an essential oils lady. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Not feeling your vibe. So I'm gonna move on, take my talents elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I had actually been reached out to some, someone had reached out to me about starting my business at Great Lakes, but that was never my first option. I wanted all of my stuff to be right here in Flint. I wanted to be able to be right next to my community. 
stay home. But that's not where, you know, the journey took me at the time. So I, you know, reached out to the contact and said, well, let's explore the option. We went through the numbers. They gave me a tour. We explored kind of what my thinking was and what my end goal was. And it was a great experience. Great Lakes has definitely been a learning experience. It was my first time having employees. We had two teams going at the same time. I had a team in Flint working and I had a team at Great Lakes working. And so that was a lot. Okay. And not to, you know, paint a pretty picture. It was a lot on me. I was trying to manage so many things, my own home, personal life, the Flint location and the Great Lakes location, two separate teams doing two separate things. It was too much. Mm -hmm. I was overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, this cannot be life. (laughs) And that's what I mean about slow and steady wins the race. Okay. Start small, continue to build it out. Okay. At the time where I was trying to, you know, move my business and scale it, I didn't have the proper systems in place. And so I was still doing most heavy work. I wasn't delegating as I should have been. I wasn't, you know, utilizing my team as I could have been. And just even speaking with my team members about how to change things going forward post-COVID, we're definitely putting different systems in place so that way we're working together as a team and I'm just not the team lead doing everything and leaving just a little bit for them. So more team focus going forward. Definitely the goal. That's real good. And, you know, I find too that a lot of us sometimes are afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Sometimes asking for help may appear to look weak or it may appear that, oh, you girl, you ain't really got it together. But help is so necessary for growth. You can't go alone. Like you just can't grow and climb alone. So you have to have a team. And just knowing how to properly delegate is so important. How to issue off tasks and sharing your vision with the team, having a team that support the vision. Girl, it is so mandatory. It is so important. But I'm happy that you have a team to help you grow. That that's that has to lift a, a lot off your shoulders, especially being an independent entrepreneur. So kudos to you. <laughs> kudos to you. I got to let them in. They don't know how to do it. I don't let them know how to support me. Yeah, that's so true. Okay. And um, I do like that you have a community where you are sharing all types of great information, different days of the week. Can you share with us just a little bit about that community and where they can find the community at? So the community is called The Garden. It's our private, exclusive Facebook community. All of our members are called The Sunflowers because they're our little friends, okay? We're like besties. I share the inside scoop. I give them exclusive deals, exclusive sales. They help me make some decisions, like if I'm trying to choose between a scent name or what the next product will be. Or if I want to do a limited release of something, it goes in the garden first, okay? When we started our memberships, we started with our garden first, and many of our members are members of the garden as well. So with that, it allows me to kind of branch more into the wellness side of the business that I wanted to start addressing. And with COVID, we've had more time to kind of, you know, plan things. We've had more time to dedicate to the garden and give them more of our attention. So I've actually been able to bring on one additional admin to kind of help me, you know, maintain the garden and kind of nurture what's going on there. So we talk about our goals. We talk about um, wellness, lifestyle, uh, a little bit of everything. We even have a piece where we highlight a sunflower every week. So someone else can nominate someone on Thursday. Sunday, we'll highlight them and, you know, give people their flowers while they're still here with us. 
That's so beautiful. it's been amazing. And I'm happy I've been able to kind of resurge it and give it some life. That's good, girl. So how have things been uh, post-COVID? Because, girl, COVID, this is something. I'm not going to say that was because we're still in it. Um, there's a lot of changes that are happening to all, just, just across the nation when it comes to operating a business. How have you been able to maneuver with COVID still being here? So for me, I've been able to just kind of take a break. Take a step back. I've been reevaluating certain business practices. I've been looking over, like I said, the systems that I have in place, what's working, what's not working, and just reevaluating so I can come back stronger than ever before once COVID is finally gone. COVID has allowed me to just sit back while the world has stopped and just kind of evaluate what's going on. Yeah. You know, I, I pray for a moment to, you know, the world to stop and let me catch up. Now, I didn't know it was going to look like this, God forbid. But I, I utilized it to the best of my ability. I took time away from my business. I took a vacation. I, you know, take more rest days. I include more breaks in my schedule. And I plan things out more. So this has definitely been a learning experience and an opportunity for me to change how things are done in my business so that it runs more effectively and efficiently for everyone. Yes, yes. That is really good. Um, I was so... I shouldn't say I was excited that we had to break. First of all, I'm not too happy with COVID, but I feel like we all needed that break. Mm-hmm. I feel like the world was going so much. Everybody was just moving, 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 going, 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 not taking that time necessary for themselves. And when we had that quarantine, that was a time for each and every one of us to breathe, to mm-hmm. just like exhale. Cause we were entrepreneurs, you hustle day in and day out, morning and night. You just work, 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 go, go, go. And you always constantly trying to create, trying to update. And when that time came, that was the perfect, I thought like it was perfect timing for an exhale. Just to say, okay, let me reevaluate how I'm doing things. Let me take a break. Mm-hmm. Let me just take a break. Let me just not even go to my website. Not, you know, I just need this time to just step away <laughs> And just take a break. And so now that, you know, the world is quote unquote back open, it's not really back open like it was before, but now it's like people are getting back into that old habit and that old routine. Mm -hmm. It's just so important that we create the systems and even incorporate our breaks in it. But let's schedule in some time for breaks. I did appreciate that point in that part of COVID. Asia, before I let you go, I do want to ask you, is there anything you want to share with the audience to let them know any type of tips or something that you want them to know or take away from this interview? Um, a resource that I feel like is more so slept upon are Facebook groups and communities. I say a lot of times you can teach yourself to do whatever, okay? Many of the things that I do for my business both on the product and the business side has been learned through Google or Facebook communities. I'll be in these Facebook groups like, let me ask my friends. Y'all, how do I set up this email funnel? Y'all, how can I reach out to my abandoned cart customers? Like I'm asking them all kinds of questions. I'm looking through the groups. They're like little eBooks for free. Most of these groups and communities are free. Utilize them. That's good. That's a good resource. I never thought about that, but that's, that's a good point. That's I mean, a good point. Okay. It's really, really nice. <laughs> but I have my favorites and I'm like, I'll ask in here first. I'm in mm-hmm. some specialty niche groups. Like, let me ask in here. 
and I'm in some nice little community groups. Like, let me ask my fellow business owners. That is awesome. That is good. Thanks for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. So where can they find you at? I know you have um, Instagram, Facebook, website. Can you just lay those tags out for us and I will post them in the show notes as well. Yes. So I can be found on ljessentials.com and we are LJ Essentials on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Okay, y'all got it. I just want to say thank you so much for being a part of the Natural Care Education Podcast. I am so proud of you and I admire you, girl. You got so much tenacity. You got so much drive and it's so inspiring to see you just blossom. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Y'all make sure y'all go check out her products, follow her and become a part of that garden group. But yes, yes thank you so much. <laughs> Let's grow that garden, right? <laughs> okay, well, it was good speaking with you today and I will be in touch with you soon. All right, thank you. Take care. No problem, thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For all the individuals that stay in the ethnic hair care aisles, check out LJ Essentials for your hair and skincare needs. Make sure you share this episode with a friend, leave a comment, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, let's learn to empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening.